0: Welcome to Creatively Human, a podcast for online business owners and creatives that goes beyond the work and dives deep into why we do what we do, the struggles and wins we face along the way, and how we fit it all into the kind of life we want to live. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and I help creatives grow their businesses in ways that fit around their life and values. Today's interview is with Rabia Lomas, who is probably most well known for her Instagram account, At She Flourished. She approaches her photos with such playfulness and creativity and has also started taking the steps towards turning her online following into a business. I really loved hearing about how she gets her creative inspiration. And we also spoke about cutting yourself some slack and staying safe when you share your life online. Enjoy. I wanted to get started by asking you,
1: how did you come to grow your instagram account what started the journey for me was um well a couple of things i was on maternity leave um at the time this would have been back in 2015 and by all means feel free to scroll those pictures are terrible (laughs) um but my cousin was also on instagram uh um her handle is at before and again and she was I mean, her 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 pictures were and still are beautiful, and it just completely inspired me to join. And because she too was, uh, and I think is still at home. Um, with with at the time she had just one one kid, and so I could see like she had this creative energy. I too had creative energy. I don't know why, but I was just had some time in my hands, believe it or not, with a kid. Um, and so yeah, I was just completely inspired to join by her and just also because I just wanted to do something to pass the time whilst, whilst Rafe was napping and that's how I really got into it yeah my pictures were awful <laughs> so
0: I've just noticed how you said you had a lot of creative energy was that something that came about after you
1: had Rafe yeah I think so um it's kind of a little bit I feel like I had a bit of a midlife crisis or some kind of crisis and confidence uh, because well I'd I spent from graduating university to before I had rafe really going hard at work and establishing a career in 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 project management and it's quite a corporate uh corporate lifestyle really that I was living proper nine to five and really uh, essentially sort of climbing that career ladder and that was kind of my everything and that was where I got my sense of purpose from and when I reflect back on it. By the time my maternity leave came I was really tired and when I look back I think I was just starting to burn out at that point point. and I think what I'd done is spent years putting all this energy into building a career that didn't really wasn't really filling me up and it wasn't until I had Rafe and I was off that I really start to question what I was doing and what was motivating me and the factors that were motivating me were actually more materialistic type of things and um, I felt that in order to be successful, you had to earn a certain salary bracket and have a certain position within this sort of corporate lifestyle. And as soon as I got into maternity leave, I realised that that's not what I wanted. That's what I've been conditioned to want. Mm-hmm. And I really started to question everything. And that's when I got back in touch with creativity. And I say got back in touch because I don't think I'd really explored my creative self since I was a kid. So, yeah, that's kind of, that's the story, I guess. That's really interesting. And I can kind of relate to that
0: myself. And, and that kind of leads on to um, the topic of playfulness, because that's what your Instagram's all about. And you just mentioned about how you hadn't explored that creative side of yourself since you were a child. So I was wondering if you could explain what that playfulness means to you and why it's so important to you.
1: Oh, it's absolutely at that, the heart of everything I'm doing now. Um, and it. To, Playful living means to me oh gosh, I need to find I, I do need to find a more succinct way of putting this, but I frame it in in a way that I look at things in the big picture and so we do have a finite time here, and I don't want to waste it. I want to make the most of life and I believe I, I believe the way that that fills me up is through. Um, a playful lifestyle and that doesn't mean that I don't pay the bills or or deal with my adult responsibilities but I treat my time the time that I have to myself I I basically I treat it as just as important as paying the bills basically I pay as much as attention to adult responsibilities as I do to expressing myself creatively or doing something that fills me up and other people can frame that in terms of mindfulness. You know, I think that there there's an element of play to sort of having doing sort of mindful pastimes or slow living. I guess playful living is really about oh, it's about having fun and doing the things that completely take your mind of of the drudgery. Uh, the dr- drudgery I can't say it. <laughs> the 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 drag of 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 grown up responsibilities. Um, yeah it just means so much to me because and if I don't prioritize it the months and the years can pass by and I'll look back and I won't have any you know I don't want to look back and not have treasured memories because I'm not going to remember the time that I wrote a report for a for a board meeting or whatever I'm not going to remember that I'm not going to remember the time that I paid my VAT bill on time what I'm going to remember is that you know this the precious memories that I have with my family or that time I went out for a walk with my camera um with Alex or something so it's really about filling filling the time up the the precious time that we have with the things that make us happy and for me that is through various playful creative means and yeah that's just kind of my thing really and I couldn't put it into words until until very recently I've been reflecting on it so yeah Oh, I
0: love it. I love the whole philosophy, and it's something that I think a lot of us um, don't think about enough, probably, and yeah, you're right. The months and the years do just pass by, and if we don't prioritize these things that really matter to us and will give us those treasured memories, then time can just slip by and um, I also find because I've got a baby, and I think it's important to have. To have something outside of—I mean, I'm sure that you involve your son in your playfulness, but you also have part of it that's just for you, I would imagine, and your creative outlet.
1: Definitely, um, a lot of the time, I'm inspired by, by my my little boy. Um, I I don't actually show that much of him on Instagram. That's like a conscious choice. But yeah, a lot of time, a lot of the time, I'm inspired by him, watching him go through the world, explore explore the world. Um, he's at a really physical stage at the moment and he's really throwing himself off furniture and saying, oh, is this a soft landing? Is this a hard landing? He just, you know, is a full of energy. And if something doesn't work out when he's playing, he doesn't throw himself on the floor and think the world's over. He actually is like, oh, okay, I'll try something else. And there's just so much to learn from sort of, from our from our children really in terms of how they explore the world and I think the only reason that they become sort of self-conscious is because the world makes them that way whether it's when how they've been reared how they've been conditioned in school and various life experiences but when they're just so new and fresh and innocent it's kind of wonderful and I'm I very much want to keep him like that but I know that I know that he'll grow up and yeah at the time away from him as well it's well, not away from him, but things that I do just for myself are are what are things that um, basically top up my my batteries so that I can come back to you know uh, being really present with with my husband and and with rave so um i'm sure I'm sure you find the same the same definitely yeah I know you were saying before about it's something that we don't think about enough. Or put a lot of importance on it, and I think something that I'm I would love to ex- explore, and I need to try and find a way to get some dialogue with with you people is why is it why don't we put more importance on
0: on that stuff? Mm. That would be a really interesting conversation to have with more people.
1: Yeah, definitely, because I'm sure there are like many reasons from purely time to unique circumstances. It'd be really interesting to dig into.
0: I would imagine that some people probably don't even consider it like they think they're they're grown up and that's it and there's no they got to get on with the adult stuff like you said paying the bills taking care of the family and they just it doesn't probably even cross their mind to make that special time for themselves
1: yeah and I think that's where a lot of the content that I'll be creating in the in the near future and with the retreat that's coming up in September it's all about for me it's all about giving that big fat permission slip to say you know what it's okay to prioritize this in fact you know try and make it non-negotiable because then you find you can turn up to to the adult stuff to the to the real life stuff with more sort of energy and motivation to kind of deal with that because you've had that that time for yourself or you've had you've had that thing that fills you up essentially. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I'd like to ask you a bit more
0: about your playdate retreat it sounds like a really interesting idea and also quite an unusual way of taking your engaged following on instagram and turning it into more of a business i'd love to know how you came about thinking about
1: doing it that way it's really my first proper sort of i guess venture into something that's monetizing uh monetizing of so she this sort of she flourish brand into in, into a business um, for sure and it's early days yet but that the whole idea behind it is, is really m- my strengths are are with with people and I think the whole idea came about is I know that I'm a, I'm my best and I can give my best when I'm physically in a room with, with other people and I want to be able to create a space um for other people primarily it will be let's yeah it will be women don't get me wrong it is women it's, it's busy women of from various backgrounds whether they're um parents not parents we all have uh demands on our time and, and for me what i'm doing is carving out a space to have i would almost liken it to a not a spa but you know how you would invest in like a spa day, go for a massage, have a nice lunch. Um it's kind of that. It's top up your energy, um, explore your creativity in a safe, non judgmental way. Um uh it's it's all of those things. Have some really yummy food, rub sh- rub shoulders and laugh with other um, you know, other awesome women, ask me anything about photography, Instagram we'll go through um making props and crafting things and using our hands and diving in, you know just diving into various topics and really just having having an awesome basically a real awesome day to top up your batteries and hopefully a kind of a real treasured memory of something that you can can take back and use going forwards as you as you go on your creative journey that's kind of really it it was hard to describe the value but I think the value comes from from initially just giving yourself permission to to invest in yourself and have that time for yourself and then the rest will follow it sounds really really fun (laughs) I, I really can't wait for it I'm so excited I've been sourcing props and designing the menu um my mum doesn't know it yet but she's an awesome cook so I think (laughs) I'm gonna get to cook um I'll be making pancakes in the morning and greeting people with with pancakes and pastry and and coffee and tea and just gonna really kick off the day with with every bit I want every moment as joyous as it possibly can be I'm guessing part of the value for yourself and for the people who come will be
0: you've already kind of got I imagine the people, they're going to be finding you through Instagram. And you've already got that kind of community there. You kind of know each other. You're like like-minded people. Mm-hmm. I suppose that
1: would be really nice to be able to explore that in real life. Absolutely. And, and we did, when I say we did, back in February, um, I did with two two other people, with Lucy, LeCraft, um, not two, three other people, um Tori, who's on for the Day, and my cousin River before and again, they helped me organise um, a social event. Um, and this one wasn't anything that I made money from, it was cost neutral, so it was purely tickets were only sold just to cover the cost of the food and the hiring of, of the venue and the various bits and bobs Um, so it was at a lower price point, but it was an opportunity, it was a social event, and it was people from from my community and the other communities sort of coming together and that was a really that really confirmed to me sort of the power of social media and that the friendships that we we perceive to be online are real because when they turn up and you can embrace them in real life it's kind of special Um, and I think that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to do sort of my first venture as a business to be Uh, Like a face to face, real life thing, as opposed to any course or some kind of, you know, some other kind of medium. I wanted it to to be, you know, real and tangible. Yeah, that, that really makes sense. On the flip
0: side, is there anything that you found challenging about growing your Instagram community?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And probably my challenges are the same as everybody else's challenges. So, um, my photography sucked big time. I had no clue, and so a lot of the challenges I had in the early days was actually just trying to take a good picture. Um, and uh, when I first joined, it was a series of, of really, really awful flat lays. And I say really awful. I shouldn't really say that because we all have to start somewhere. And a lot of it was assume you know, assimilate, and was very much inspired by what I was. Was seeing already on Instagram, which was a lot of florals and a lot of coffee. Um, and to be honest, as a new mother at the time, those things did cheer me up infinitely. Um, and so my challenges was figuring out what it is that I, what was my sort of core core message. And I don't really I would say that I've only really gotten hot on that in the last sort of six months so yeah and I still have those challenges like I'm not I'm not in the 10k I'm definitely I'm not in the 10k bracket in a birth, but I would say also consistency was really hard with Instagram um and of course with everyone's favorite obstacle time I really struggle with time because I do actually still work time work full-time sorry
0: yeah
1: in a nine to five job in a less corporate atmosphere I actually like for a charitable organisation um, but it's still nine to five and I still come home and I'm still the mother and so those responsibilities don't go away which is why I place even more importance now on play because it's such a it's such a marginal amount of time that I get to do that yeah um,
0: do you find it hard sometimes do you find yourself thinking you've taken on too much you know having your son having your full-time job and then building up this new business
1: Absolutely. And building the business has been, is really hard because I haven't, I wouldn't say that it's fully built. I'm in the midst of my first real proper endeavor. And even today, my biggest challenge is finding the time to market it appropriately. And by market it, I mean, just making people aware of it. I think the most that I've done is spoken about it on stories a couple of times. Um, and done one Instagram post which kind of isn't gonna fly if I really wanna, you know, launch this thing. And so, you know, even this week I'm thinking, shit, well not shit, but shoot, when am I going to get time to uh email out this newsletter? Um and when am I gonna get time to take some more pictures that engage my audience and spark a dialogue? And when am I gonna get the time to do any of those things? Mm-hmm. So and In my more negative days, I find myself really kicking myself and going, oh, this is never going to work because you're just not prioritising it. And, you know, I'm really kicking myself. Um, And actually, it takes a lot to move to a mindset of saying, you know what, you're just going to have to move at a slower pace. You don't do this full time. Cut yourself some slack. Your kid is fed. He's been bathed. He's in bed. And you've eaten food. And actually, that's your win for today. Try again tomorrow. Um, and more often than not, that actually helps. Um, I find having a go at myself and talking myself, uh, talking to myself in the negative voice just doesn't help. And cutting myself some slack usually gets me in the right frame of mind and the right kind of energy to, to do the things that I want to do. It's just a, it's just a shuffle. It's not a sprint.
0: Yeah definitely it's really hard when you you see other people doing things or perhaps you you think you know how their lives look but you don't really because it's on you only see a bit of it and and some people seem to be moving really quickly and if you're just not in that position it's really frustrating I mean I think all of us who have some sort of creative um, business or pursuits online it's really comparison can be a real real hard thing to stop yourself from doing
1: Absolutely. And um, in my early Instagram days, I was definitely like kicking myself over uh, kicking myself over the kind of photos I was taking. and thankfully I've grown out of that, um, especially now with sort of embodying a, a, a philosophy of playfulness that sort of removes the competitive type of uh, comparison that I was laying on myself more so these days it's been about look at that person with their business with their clients and their community and and that's been a recent that's been a recent challenge and it was only until i um i can't remember who it was um someone shared a picture of like you know the the typical iceberg
0: picture where you see
1: what's happening at the tip and then all this out this stuff underneath um i think it might have been sass and i was just like oh yeah that's the one Mm -hmm. and and it's amazing really how much we yeah how much we perceive and how much is reality and so yeah I'm trying to keep my blinkers on and just kind of get my head down and do my thing now rather than um looking outwards but yeah it, it can be a struggle so I was wondering do the people in your real life kind of get what you're doing <laughs> That's such a good question. Um, for ages I hid my Instagram account from my friends. Um, I didn't even tell them about it and um, because I felt super, super self conscious. I didn't even tell my mum. And so, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really I think it's not I think it's only been like the last sort of year or so that I've been more comfortable to share to share it. And I don't know I don't know if they get it all or not. I think Basically, as a as a creative pursuit, and they don't really judge me for it. No one's telling me that I'm doing something wrong or or saying that I shouldn't do it. They they're kind of, I guess, like mildly and mildly amused by it. Um, my, like certainly, my closest friends are actually quite recently sort of said, "Oh, I found your account, and it's really exciting. It's amazing. Had no idea." And you know, that's kind of been nice, nice and stiff. But I guess I just wanted to do it away from away from those eyes initially just to get a bit of confidence and um, I didn't want to be it's quite it's quite a big thing isn't it to be to show another side of you and hope that you you don't get judged for it. Definitely I'm it's really interesting that you said
0: you've you didn't tell anyone about your account because I'm a bit like that I just I find it easier somehow um, connecting with random humans on the internet and (laughs) showing that side to them than actually I mean I obviously connect with my friends and family in real life but they don't see this side of the stuff I'm doing online and it's really funny
1: it's it's amazing and I I think I perceived a and I don't know if this says more about us than it does but the people that we were worried about that for for a moment in time I'd envisaged that one friend in particular I don't know why one friend in particular would get sick and tired of the kind of things that I was posting or sharing. So I just m- blanket made a decision that I wasn't going to tell anyone for fear of peeving them off, which now they, they absolutely don't think that. They love it. And I guess what I've learned is actually you do your thing and your right people, whether it's old friends or family, will... They'll either stick stick around because they, you know, they enjoy that stuff. And if they don't, they would probably win (laughs) what the kind of people you needed in your life anyway. But, you know, it does take it takes a long time to get to that place, I think.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: I guess it's an ongoing practice. Definitely. And I don't know if you felt this, but part of me felt like I needed to be seen to be doing something I needed to reach a particular milestone before sort of sharing it with wider people Mm. I don't know why I just kind of felt like I needed to show that I was a good photographer does that do you know what I mean actually it shouldn't really matter it's funny isn't it yeah the the kind of it's just all
0: self-imposed really a self-imposed idea of oh when I have this or when I do this or when people can see that I've achieved this then it'll be good enough for everyone to see it and it's just yeah it doesn't really make much sense
1: definitely and I think what we're doing is then we're giving control to those people who probably actually don't care let's face it but we ge- or don't care that much we're giving them some kind of power over us um because we're saying that we're allowing them to dictate what's good enough if that makes sense even though they probably don't care, and pro- if anything else, if they're your, you know, if they're, if they're your closest friends or family, they'd positively encourage you to try something new. But yeah, it's those it's those stories that we tell ourselves, and it's only like with time and reflection and, and growth um, that we get to see see it for what it is, which is you're right, a complete self-imposed, self-limiting belief. Oh, we're going deep here, aren't we, Ruth? We are. It's what I like. I like talking about this stuff because what I
0: find interesting is that sometimes you can have all these worries and weird little things that you think in your head and you don't realise actually loads of people have the same worries, but we just don't talk about it.
1: Absolutely. And and I'm, I should probably hold my hands up. I probably paint a really rosy picture online through stories on Instagram. And and part of that is because my message is play and play is yeah. fun. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I am human as as you are and i absolutely went through went through and continue to go through go through struggles um and i think it's really important if you're the the creative type to have a couple of confidants uh in your online community that you can confide in with each other and get that support and i'm lucky that i have i have an awesome community and awesome friends on online but that took time and absolutely when I first started on Instagram I felt like there was nobody I literally felt like there was nobody that I could talk to online so it it, it does take time it, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and then for people to relate to it and then you build up a rapport and a relationship um with them I was just wondering, because you touched upon,
0: you know, going through difficult times. And Mm -hmm. do you ever find that hard because your whole thing is about play? Do you find it difficult if you are going through a hard time? Do you feel like you have to hide away for a bit from your online presence or anything?
1: Yeah, I I went through um, something pretty recently. And I think I can talk about it now. Well, I can talk about it now because the problem has gone away. Um, But a couple of months ago, I was being um, harassed and stalked by somebody in real life. Um, which was a pretty scary experience, and um, I think my presence online had exacerbated a, a fantasist, basically, and so that resulted in me. Ha- I form my family's safety and my own. I did have to treat my time on social media quite differently. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, and now don't disclose locations until after the event. So I will record the story but not post it immediately just so that my whereabouts I'm not in the the place that I say I'm in, if that makes sense, Mm. at that moment in time and things like that. Um, I mean, the problem has gone away. The stalker has been uh, dealt with. It was a police matter in the end and that's been sorted out now. Um, But uh, yeah, at the time, I couldn't even be lively. And I did come on and say, look, I'm going through some hard stuff. Um, so I didn't hide it. I just said, look, I'm going through some hard stuff. I'm going I'm going quiet and I'll let you know when I come out the other side. And people were super supportive. And I think it's, it's part of life. And I think that's a, the great thing about Instagram stories is you can be more real on there and you can sort of do that in general. I'm a ha- happy, chirpy person, so I don't really hide myself. Um, uh, I don't really hide myself, no. Um, but, yeah, that was a really tough... That was a really tough spell and I think people were if anything just saying I'm going I'm, I'm dipping offline for the next few days catch you on the flip side um if anything people were just supportive although I did have one kind of troll comment that said why do you apologize if you're going offline just live your life and I was like oh great thanks for that mate uh, <laughs> I was like, that's, yeah. that's super helpful yeah
0: Well I'm really glad that the whole stalk situation was sorted out and you brought up a really interesting point actually and this is something I think about myself In, you know as we grow our followings online and we have things like stories in real time we post them and we post locations and things and it is quite it's quite important to consider that and and stop doing it perhaps like you have and not post them at the exact time you're there for your own safety
1: absolutely and I get it like if you're part of if you're part of some sort of fashion pack blogger community and you're all at some what did I watch the other day I was insanely jealous but I was insanely jealous of these amazing bloggers at some Joe Malone event and uh you know they're all tagging where they're at and stuff And, and I get that you can do that but yeah there is a I think there are unfortunately one or two sinister types that lurk and it really sort of I totally took it for granted. And it really took, you know, it really took me by surprise how safe, how unsafe it can be. And then it wasn't until my friend said, oh, I am. Um, I never post my stories immediately. I tend to do it when I've got when I'm, you know, towards the end of the day and I'm no longer at that location. I'll share share the stories and the snippets and the location. Then I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to do that. So, yeah, I started doing that and I think that sort of brought me a bit of peace of mind. But it's just a shame that you have to do that in the first place. It is, yeah. (laughs) It's a good tip, though. Yeah, it is. And I think we can't underestimate our personal safety, including our online presence. And for some, a part of me at at that point in time was thinking, shall I just, shall I just make my account private for a little bit? Or, you know, shall I just stop? And at one point I was like, shall I just stop? Having my public she flourished account, I was like, no, this is absolutely something that I've built, I've got, which gives me joy. I'll be damned if I let some weird man take it away from me. Yeah,
0: good. I'm glad you didn't, but I can totally see why it would make you waver a bit on it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, especially when it comes to this, comes to the safety of like personal safety and your family safety. It's like unquestionable. So definitely, yeah. Right, I'm going to switch gears a little
0: bit. Where do you find your creative inspiration i know you mentioned that your son really inspires you is there
1: anything else god there's so much so there's some existing creatives within instagram that always inspire me and that doesn't mean i like copy what they what what they do but i like their philosophy so there's sort of three or four individuals that i'll always have a gander and a nosy um at what they're doing because I like the way their creative mind thinks. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think the the two that I can talk two or three that I can talk about. Um so Barbara, her internet, and um, um, Veronica, who is Kotova Kika, and Dominique, all that is she, the thing that they all have in common, which I absolutely love, is they make extraordinary pictures out of ordinary objects and ordinary things they just put a twist on on things and they use some really cool yet simple techniques to achieve those results from the force per- force perspective type technique I'm getting geeky now <laughs> or it's fashioning some kind of prop out of an everyday uh, object but making it part of a, a, a bigger scene and giving it a completely different role to play and so they really do I think really push it in terms of creativity because they're not all Photoshop. not that I have anything against it. I love a bit of Photoshop. Um, I'm prone to levitating a few croissants in the air and things. But um, I really love the ordinary from the extraordinary, almost everyday type magic. Um, So those are sort of big Instagram inspirations. And then elsewhere, I am usually inspired by my daily life. Um, so maybe that's my love of pastry um, or my love of coffee um, uh, I love films, so I, I'd probably go to the cinema about once a week um, so I'll draw inspiration from film from music and then for visual inspiration you can't really go wrong with a bit of Pinterest yeah <laughs> but again I think you can tell when somebody's copied a picture direct from Pinterest because it will look very familiar so for me it's all about getting the inspiration but then putting my twist on it which is usually something kind of playful or silly. Okay well that leads nicely I've got a couple of um, parting
0: questions I'm going to ask you before we wrap up and the first one is what's a book film or piece of music that you've recently discovered that has inspired you in some way and
1: why? Okay oh this is a really this is a really good one. So what's in oh, I'm just trying to think now. So recent a recent film that I've watched, um, it was actually just the other day, was the Christopher Robin film. Oh yeah. Um, where it's you and McGregor is Christopher Robin, but he's grown up and that inspired me well, it, it kind of spoke to my whole race on Detra because it's a it's a grown man who who's lost his way who's forgotten what it is to play and it takes his childhood imaginary uh, creatures to come out of a hundred acre wood and and find him and and bring him back to what's important in life which was lo and behold time with his family treasured memories all of that stuff and um, so I sat in the cinema on my own watching this sort of audibly weeping <laughs> It was like, yes, this is exactly what I'm about. So I absolutely love the film. Um, and so it's something that I'm going to be writing about, either in a blog post or in one of my newsletters, because it was just the kind of the perfect, which was just the perfect film for yeah, me, really. it sounds it. Um, so I'll, just ha- I'll have to find a way of breezing um, in Winnie the Pooh into one of my pictures or something. <laughs> um, but again, it was utterly magical. Um, so that was definitely something that inspired me. Right, last question bit of a random one
0: what words would your best friend use to describe you
1: oh well I asked her this the other day she said this is what she said she said creative loves coffee it sounds like a I sound like a caricature of myself (laughs) I um I can't remember what else she'd say but hopefully she would say generous and supportive and fun to be around and a good listener I'd I'd like to think I'm a good listener, even though I've been doing most of the talking on this call. Um, Oh, well, that's what you're here for. (laughs) That's true. I was just thinking you are the one asking the questions this time, so that's cool. Um, But normally I'm the one that does the listening and the empathising, and so—and she does for me. um, So, yeah, hopefully she would say I'm a really good friend. i like to think I'm a good friend. I don't have many, but the ones that I do are, like, treasured individuals to me. And that's what you need.
0: yeah. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I just want to ask you, where can everyone go to find out more about you and your work?
1: Well, they can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm on at sheflourished underscore, which is really unhelpful that somebody had sheflourished and have left me with the one with the underscore, but that's fine. Um, so you can find me on Instagram there. I'm also available at www.sheflourished.com which is my website so you can read more about me there. Um, You'll see that I've got my retreat up there and I'm also on Twitter at She Flourished, no underscore this time. Um, So yeah, that's where I'm that's where I'm at.
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. It would really help me and the podcast if you could take a moment to review, rate and subscribe. I'd also really love to hear from you on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, where I like to get a bit philosophical about online business. And you can find me on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where you can read the episode show notes, subscribe to my behind the scenes newsletter, or read more about my own experience of running a creative online business.